Are you ready to hear the word today? Are you ready for a shift in your season? If you are, please stand up and receive the servant of God, our mom, as she comes to bring the word of God. Come on, let's appreciate her. Let's encourage her. Amen. Oh, come on, give it up for Jesus Christ. Put your hands together and get happy somebody. Amen. Amen. I can tell after yesterday's prayer meeting, everybody has come to the house of God with their own joy. In the likeliness of your neighbor having an attitude or kind of looking depressed. Look at them and tell them, I brought joy from the house. And I'm not receiving any attitude or anything that suggests I'm depressed. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Make a shout. You, you may have your seats in the presence of the Lord. What a day yesterday, a day of prayer. I want you bless yesterday. Mrs. Mairanga, you made us so proud yesterday. We thank God so much for you. Help me appreciate our girl in the house. Minister Hubbard. I had just completed a book that is actually being printed on the book of Esther. But for your continuous messages on the book of Esther, I'm tempted to withdraw the book from the publisher. Because the teachings you have done will make my book look a bit... All right, help me appreciate Minister Herbert. You know, excellence, our mother, we love you. And our mother, you know, yesterday when I was coming, there was a bush of green things out there. And, and excellence started explaining to me, I'm changing all my plants because they look thin. Thank you for loving the house of God. And thank you for your department on the plant. Aren't they looking nice and healthy? Be honest. How many of you thought the ones that were there were good? <laughs> she said they were not good enough to be in the house of God. Thank you. We love you, woman of prayer, woman of integrity. We love you and your family. Today, you know, I seem to have my co-workers and my, my, my team from, the, from U.S., from Texas, Dallas. 
I don't know if it was a coincidence, but Pastor Tony and Pastor Kathy and your children, we want to appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here. I know behind you are turning and seeing Pastor Bob and saying, Ay, we, we are Nakuru people right there. You know, Pastor Bob, thank you, and Pastor Rachel. It seems like everybody is sitting together right there. And Anne, thank you so much. My covenant partners from Texas, Dallas. Oh, thank you, the team, the entire team, and the Germans. Thank you very much. Thank you for being in the house of God this morning. We love you. All right. So Today, Leo, I don't know where to start. And uh, I want you to appreciate yourselves. Allow me to thank you, Fem family, for your love over this house and your commitment. Your prayers, ever giving, ever loving. Your service for God. In the last week, we had some international guests here. And they were so shocked to hear that this house is maintained and kept and sustained by the covenant and members of this house. My co-workers tirelessly you serve God. And they're ever grateful to God for you. Our pastoral team and the ministers of this house. Would you stand? I wish to appreciate every one of you. Our pastors from the pastors' fellowship. Would you all stand, the pastors from the pastors' fellowship? Thank you for your consistence. Thank you for your love. And thank you for partnering and being part of this vision. You are all very special. Have your seats. Uh, today, Leo, I want us to have a talk. And I want us to address some issues that sometimes we, you know, how many know that sometimes we can talk about everything and we kind of don't address some issues that, that are hurting us. I want to appreciate every minister in this house who has stood to speak on this platform. They have been seasoned by God's grace. And the one of the most amazing thing is that understanding the times and the seasons we are at. Just like the Bible would talk about the sons of Issachar who understood the times they were at. And what stands out about the sons of Issachar was the unusual gift to design the times. You can read it from the book of Chronicles, the seventh chapter. 
Sura saba. I don't like mainly saying the verse so that you can study the whole part chapter. This chapter in the Bible tends to mention and to address the generations and the descendants of Issachar. And apparently talks about the generations and specifically mentions them. You know, you go through all these names until you are like, wow, names. I don't know who is like me sometimes when you see all the names you jump. Having in mind you are not Hebrew, you can't even pronounce them, you don't even know what they mean. But the sense of Issachar, they get my attention because they understood the times. And they knew where Israel ought to be at any given time. I want you to say today, the sons of this house are like the sons of Issachar. They have an understanding of times. They have spoken to us this season on great messages of encouragement, strengthening us, lifting messages, exhortation, affirmation, to us messages of hope. Each one of our speakers have pointed to us we cannot give up now. We have come too far to look back again. So in other words, they have positively given us messages of hope. Each one of them have mentioned that the better days are ahead of us. Thank you, my covenant uh, ministers, for being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We have purposely avoided words that has a D that starts with D in the, on this platform this season. I discovered many words that start with D sometimes define us in a very negative way. Think of this. Discouraged. Disadvantaged dissatisfied disabled disappointed depressed disconnected disinterested defeated dormant dormant distressed down doubtful dubious damaged destroyed declining Deprived, diminishing, disadvantaged, difficult, disagreeable. Let me stop there with the D's. We have moved this season from D's and intentionally we have chosen to speak on the P's. Promises. Ahadi. 
prosperity, Ufanisi. peaceful, Amani. purposed, Kusuri. precise to the point, passionate, perfect, powerful, Nguvu. pleasing, prayerful, positive, prepared, practical, prestigious, prudent, privileged, pure, principled, proven, persistent, patient, plenteous, prompt. That is what we have chosen. We have chosen to preach on the P's and not the D's. In that case, I think the education sector need to come up with a, with a P. Where you graduate and you get a P. Ambapo wewe unaitimu unapata ile ile P. Because D doesn't look good now. So today I will touch a bit on pain. I know this morning I'm addressing a hurting nation and a hurting people. And one of the things where there is hurting, there is also tears. These are we cannot hide from the fact that we are going through trying times. But thank God we are going through. We are not steady on what we are go what is going and what is happening around us. I spoke on the darkness in the beginning of the year when I gave the word of prophecy for 2022. And this word that God had given me, speaking on the dark hour, I also want to address to us this morning, we could as well not only call this the midnight, uh, the, the dark hour, but the midnight hour. I want you to know we are surrounded, but we shall not be destroyed. And that's why Apostle Paul says, we are hard pressed on every side but not crushed we are perplexed but not in despair hey we are persecuted and not abandoned we are struck down but not destroyed this is why I want to address the issue of crime Crying is an expression of pain. I don't know why people are kind of feel embarrassed about crying. Have you seen when somebody loses a family member, the first thing people who come to console and comfort you, they say, don't cry. 
Avoid to tell people not to cry. Try not to be nice. Because sometimes crying is an expression of sorrow. Distress. Grief, fear. Despair, heart. Unhappiness. Crying is a natural response to range of emotions. And an expression of deep sadness or grief. We cry when we are faced with issues. We cry when we are uncomfortable in some situations. I may not want to address, but even people we cry because of abusive relationships. Allow me to mention about mothers. The other day we had a mother celebration. And I'm so happy that the celebration of Mother's Day comes before Father's Day. I try not to make a remark to say if it was the other way around that, uh, that the mothers went to the maternity home to bring forth children who have less population in the world. Men don't like feeling pain. That's why the maternity will not be a place for them. Yeah, but women give birth. They scream in the maternity home. Next year, they're expecting the third baby. The fifth year, they're expecting another child. They name everybody in their village, then they start to name me from another village. Mothers have a discerning spirit. They discern the cry of their children. When a baby is crying, the mother exactly knows the, why the baby is crying. Mothers understand if the child or the baby needs a change of diapers. Mothers are, may not be medical doctors. But when a child is crying in distress, maybe having tummy issues, they exactly know why the child is crying. You can see a mother trying to ignore a child crying. And you ask, why is the child crying? You're not attending to the child. They will say, this child is crying for attention. They deserve exactly why a child is crying. So mothers have a special gracing of understanding every crowd from a baby. More so, more so think about our Heavenly Father. When we cry to Him, He hears the cries of our heart. He knows our voices. He understands our needs. For He knows us by our names. Jesus speaking on this, He said, 
problema. Katika moja wapo ya sehemu za Yesu kutoka kitabu cha Luka. hesabu ya nywele kichwani kwako. kwa hivyo siogope. For you are more valuable than many sparrows. Maana wewe ni wadhamana mno kuliko wale ndege shomoro wengi. That is in the book of Luke. Napatikana kwenye kitabu cha Luka. This morning. Asubuhi ya leo. We are surrounded by so many things. Ndio tumezingirwa na mambo mengi. When we look at our children, the parents who have children in their schools. Tunapangalia watoto wetu wazazi walio na watoto shuleni. In other words, the education sector is wanting. Kwa maneno mengine hata sekta ya elimu ina mambo parents are hurting children are hurting wazazi wanaumia watoto wanaumia a huge number of children do not attend schools hata watoto wengi hawakuhudhuria shule simply because their parents could not understand uh, uh, could did not have enough money kwa, to pay fees kwa sababu wazazi wao hawakuwa na fedha za kutosha kulipa karo many kids are missing to go to the universities watoto wengi wanakosa kwenda kwenye vyuo vikuu and to in, in from uh, they also missing to attending many institutions of education because of finance na vile vile wanakosa kwenda kwenye kwenye taasisi nyingi za kielimu kwa sababu ya fedha. We are hurting on every side. We have a cry. Tunaumia kila upande tunacho kilio. Some of you with cases in court. Baadhi yenu mnazo kesi kwenye koti. Your case is mentioned and mentioned and mentioned. Kesi yako inatajwa na kutajwa na kutajwa. One time I asked this our CJ the daughter in the house. Siku moja nikamuuliza CJ wetu ambaye ni binti kwenye nyumba hii. I asked help me understand. Nikamwambia nisaidie kuelewa. What does the word uh, mentioned means? Is there another meaning? the in the digo fraternity when you say uh, mention nikauliza je neno hili kutajwa ama mention katika ta, ka, ka, katika taaluma ya kisheria inamaanisha nini je kuna neno lingine she looked at me as you know how cj will look at you akanitazama unajua namna cj anaweza kuangalia and she said to me na akaniambia there is no other meaning akasema kuna maana nyingine just why nikamuuliza kwa nini said, every time people come for prayer kila mara watu wanapokuja kwenye maombi they say my case is being mentioned coming tuesday wanasema kwamba kesi yangu inatajwa jumatano ijayo so she Ama said ijayo. so she said it should be judged not mentioned akasema kwamba yafaa amri tolewa wala tu sio kutajwa it ought to be heard not just mentioned in Many people are dying waiting for justice. Today prices are going high by day. Leo bei ya vitu inazidi kupanda juu. You go to the supermarket you wonder. Unaenda kwenye supermarket unashangaa. New prices every product is going high. Ndio bei ya bidhaa kila bidhaa inapanda juu. Please Kenya let's avoid to speak about Ukraine. Wakenya tuache kunena kuhusu Ukraine. We are acting like everything that is in Kenya comes from Ukraine. Tunajifanya kana kwamba kila kitu ambacho chatumika hapa injini kinatoka Even the maize and beans from your village. Hata mahindi na maharagwe kutoka kijijini. You know Kenyans we are funny. Unajua Kenya ni waajabu. These things are very bad these days you know what is happening in Ukraine. No. 
Let's take responsibility as a nation. People, the life has become unaffordable. People are living hand to mouth. Believers, we stand believing God that we can get fair to come to the house of God. We trust God that to put an offering in the envelopes. We are hard pressed on every side. But we, we are undestroyable. We shall not be destroyed. People have debts. People have borrowed here and there. There are unpaid bills. And many people, I know some people are choking in debts. People have borrowed here and there. Just hoping tomorrow will be a better day. Families are hurting. Unsolved issues, disputes and divisions. When you are sick in your body, you turn to a doctor. Even when it comes to issues, medical issues, they are becoming more like businesses. You go and see a doctor, maybe you have a sickness somewhere. And they will suggest what they need to remove. So we, on every side, and by the way, so many surgeries are going wrong these days. There is a cry going on everywhere. There are fears for tomorrow. We are holding on and refusing anxiety. Not wanting to mention the political, uh, the politics of the day. Sometimes you watch your TV, you want to take it outside. Because you just don't want to hear some of the things that are said. People have become very disrespectful, very abusive. There are so many challenges facing us today. As a nation and as a people. My question to us this morning. What do we do? Whom do we turn to? When I just thought about that when I was in my study room. Immediately I remembered. Jeremiah has a question, has an answer for my question. Because he said. Blessed is a man that puts his trust in the Lord. And whose hope. And whose hope. It's in the Lord. Because it is only that kind of a man who shall be like a tree that is planted by the waters whose roots spread into the river meaning even during the times of heat times of drought that tree will always bear fruit and become fruitful and yield a fruit. Today, I want to say to us, our hope is in the hope. Let me say again. Our hope is in the hope. What hope? 
the hope we have in Christ Jesus. Tell somebody, my hope is in the hope. If they don't want to talk, look at somebody who wants to talk, tell them, my hope is in the hope. The psalmist 121, one of my favorite psalms. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? Oh, the psalmist said, make no mistake, my help comes from the Lord. The of the heaven and the earth. He will not allow my foot to be moved. He who never slumbers. My God never goes to sleep. And the spirit of God inside us never go to sleep. Today I want you to understand. In the difficult times. Allow God to be your God. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run into it. And they are safe, Psalms 18. Storms in this life will come and go. When one storm comes, what we do not ever think is there is another one that is on the way coming. In this life, there is nothing permanent. I don't care this morning where you are at, but there is nothing permanent in this life. Your current situations and circumstances are just temporal. What you are facing right now, the troubles and the pain, they are very temporal. And I want to assure you, what you are going through as a believer, there is an expiring date on it. No, 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 don't get impressed by the devil. Your current situation has an expiring date. So you better have hope in God to know that weeping endures for a night but joy comes in the morning. I decree this morning in this house there is a morning that is about to come. I am saying there is a dawning of a new day. There is a season that is about to come. We are about to kiss this painful season goodbye. And embrace the season that is just about to come. That is why I love this God. And I would encourage you to keep building yourselves in the Psalms. A psalmist said, Hear my cry, O God, and attend to my prayers. From the end of the earth, I will cry unto you. For when my heart is overwhelmed, oh, I know of something else. There is a rock that is higher than I. Rock of ages. Let me hide myself in thee. You are my strength. You are my God. In the difficult times, hold on to the promises. For a moment or two, I want us to check on a few characters, two characters actually. One of the characters, I'll come to it. One of the characters, the two characters, 
one was named negative one was not never given a choice i want to mention of two people who were born against odds and that's why today refuse to be defined by what you are going through because what you are going through is temporal. It's not permanent. So I must also say, before, before I touch on uh, there's these two characters, I want to quote on them very quickly. Around me first of all to quote from the book of Samuel. You know when the children of Israel when the children of Israel they compromised the standards of God. In other words they lowered the standards of God. God decided what we need to understand about the God we serve and preach. He is a no-nonsense God. He is a God who makes decisions. When Israel was compromised, and they begin to lower the standards of the altar, the altar that I stand today to speak. This altar can testify so badly against us. I remember that judgment does not come from the back. Judgment will start at the altar. This is why we cannot accept to be compromised by anything that comes or goes. As a church, we must know what we need to say and not to be compromised. So God came up with a decision. I am going to raise a new priesthood for myself. Somewhere was the new wineskin. Some were born of a barren womb. We are looking at a new move of God and a prophetic voice that God raises up to override the old priesthood. I guarantee you Kenya, watch out the young people. I sense the greatest move in the history of our nation, God will use the young people. I understand Sunday. They couldn't walk out of the, of, the, of, of, of the hall where they meet. They literally took on the day of the Pentecost. They were slain, they were filled with the Holy Ghost, spoke in tongues, sang in tongues, began to move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Oh, come on, you better check out. They started prophesying. Ooh, young people, I can't wait to come to the church. So the old priesthood Eli, he neglected and forgot to put his house in order. His own sons disrespected the altar of God that when people came to offer meat, 
burnt offerings. They chose to eat that meat. A falsified, they took it. The Bible records in verse 12. Though the father was a priest, they knew not the Lord. That can tell me something dangerous. Being a child of a preacher does not mean the child knows God. Mm -mm. Now, so now we are seeing here, God, the Bible says, Eli's sons, the old priesthood that God rejected, they even defiled the altar. The Bible says the worst that they raped women who assembled to the tabernacle of the congregation. And so God was sick and tired and said, enough is enough. And God said, I will raise for myself a faithful priesthood who will do according to that which is in my mind and in my heart. And now we are looking at how Samuel comes into the picture. God is replacing an old move. God is replacing nonsense and cleansing the house of God. He brings a boy who doesn't even know God. I remember when, when, when Samuel was taken to the house of God. He didn't know anything about this God. When he's called, he runs to the priest. Not even knowing this is a rejected priesthood will never be able to answer him nothing. What for rejected priesthood. Be careful of, of rejected priesthood. What do I mean? We shall know them by their fruits. So Samuel is in the picture. Now we see God decides to hand over the children of Israel to their enemies, the Philistines. And the, Isra the Israelites were smite. They were beaten. And they were killed. And above all things, the Ark of the Covenant, the house that, the house that kept God, God in the box, was taken away. And among the casualties, the ones who were killed were the sons of the old priesthood. Hofin and Finis. They were, they were the sons of the priest. They were killed in, the, in, that, in, that, in that battle. When Eli, the old priesthood, had the sad news that the Ark of the Covenant had been captured and his two sons had been killed. The Bible says he fell off from his seat and died. Now this is where I'm coming to. His daughter 
the wife of one of his sons, Phineas, was expecting a child. And because of all these things that happened, when she heard the news, sad news, that her husband had died, her father-in-law had died, the Ark of the Covenant had died had been taken. She straight away went into labor and brought forth a son. My attention is on this scripture for one thing. The Bible says Mrs. Phyllis had no, no connection whatsoever and nothing to do. The Bible says actually she had no regard of her boy child. She just looked at the baby and said, mm. and she said, I will name you Ichabod because the glory of God has departed. Can you ever imagine the people with authority to name you, first of all, are your parents? Or did you name yourself? How many named themselves? All right. Then there is also another naming by your spiritual authority. When it comes, when it comes to the, king, the, the things of the kingdom, what would you do if the highest authority in your life dares dare to name you Ichabod. 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 Children see you and say, Hi, Ichabod. Good morning, Ichabod. Watoto wanakona sema, Abari, Ichabod. Abari, Asubu, Ichabod. Hi, Ika. Hi, Bod. Hi, Ika. Wanakita, Hi, Ika. Hi, Bod. What a mother. Mama wainagani uyo. And unapologetic. Mama asie. She just decided to name this boy Ichabod. Anamua tukumuita mtoto huyu Ichabod. Today. Leo. Have you been named by somebody negatively? When people name you, what did they call you? Have your family members named you? Have your friends and your peers named you? What is the society called you? What is your community named you? Today, I have come to say, Refuse to be defined by the failures of yesterday. Because today I have come to decree there is going to be a change of a new name. If only I can have you believe you are born for greatness. You are not just a happening. You're not a mistake child. I don't care if you're born in marriage or 
outside marriage. You are still a child of destiny. Today, purpose in your heart that you are going to beat and fight odds. And you will make it through. You are born for a vision. You have a vision. You have an assignment. That's why he said you are a child of destiny. Maybe you might have borrowed here and there. But refuse people to call you a borrower. It is for the right now, the current situation that has forced you to borrow. But refuse people to define you as a borrower. I said there is no permanent situation in life. Troubles come and go. You're not going to borrow forever. You may be broke today. But who knows tomorrow morning when you wake up? Joseph went to bed a slave. When he woke up in Egypt, his title had changed. I promised somebody in this house this morning, God is about to give you a new name. God is about to give you a title. I don't care what people called you negatively. God, this apedi is around the corner. You will not be a borrower forever. If somebody is writing a book about you, tell them don't finish the next chapter. Wait until the season changes. Because something is about to change in my life. The God of the money is about to visit me. The God of the blessing is about to visit me. Oh, don't despise me when you see me on a motorbike. That is not my name. Temporarily, I'm riding on a motorbike. But my story is about to change. You know how Kenyans like defining people? Kenyans have a way of belittling and, and kind of, you know. Don't conclude your book. Wait until God changes my life. Wait until you see what Bishop, Bishop Alan Kuna, your big brother, would say when God moves me from this neighborhood to that neighborhood. I know we have some, some beautiful girls here uh, from Germany who grew up right there in the slum. But today, don't raise your hand anybody. I know their mother likes raising her hand. Today, they live in Karen. love Micah what he says. My enemies rejoice not. Make no mistake of rejoicing because I'm in trouble. Make no mistake of rejoicing because I fell. Micah says when I fall, I will rise up again. I will stand again, baby. I will stand. 
You draw phone and stay phone and all the time. But watch because when I rise up again. I'm telling you I'll not be the same way who fell. I'm coming up with a new glory of God. Because when I fall and I arise, I'll have the fingerprints of God. Don't make mistakes of criticizing me. And Micah says, when I sit in darkness, the light shall come. I've got good news for somebody today. I've come to announce something. There's going to be a change of names. Uh, Isaiah said but you shall be named the priests of the Lord men shall call you ministers of God in actual fact you will not call yourself but men will look at you and they will call you ministers of God because you will start to change and have the looks of God you will not only have God in your heart let me say as my spiritual father Pastor Bonke would say he told a story when he went to a, to a, to a supermarket or a store. And somebody looked at him in the store and said, your eyes. They look like you, like you have Jesus. And Pastor Bonke would say, he resides in my heart, but sometimes he decides to pop through my eyes. Jesus will be popping through your eyes and people will call you ministers of the Lord. I see you are minister of the Lord. They will not say you look broke. You look beaten down. You look depressed and discouraged. They will be looking at you even in a matatu. They say you are a minister of the Lord. Put your hands together. Give God a praise in the heart. Today, I want every negative thought. Every mind that suggests you become negative. Changed. For God said, I know the thoughts that I think towards. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a hope and a future. Let me show you something before I finish. This coming, this, this week, as you know that Nick don't ask me the second name. Nick, you never be able to pronounce the second name. Nick was coming. And uh, he was he missed some few connections of the fright. But he still made it to this church. Mrs. Mahihu, on behalf of everybody, received Nick to this house. Thank you, Mrs. Mahihu and Mr. Minor. Let's show us pictures of Nick a bit before I conclude my message. That's Nick. We Nick. That's Nick signing the visitor's book. Look at Nick. Look at Nick. 
When Nick came to this house, Nick alipokuja kwenye nyumba hii, he asked Mr. Mina and Mrs. Mahio, please brought, bring me up to the altar. I want to make a prayer to God for this house. Akasema akamwambia bibi Mahio na bibi Mina, tafadhali wekeni katika madhabahu nataka nifanye ombi kwa ajili ya nyumba hii. There is Nick right there. Pale Nick yuko pale. Look at those beautiful pictures. Angalia picha hizo za za kupendeza. That was the gift that we had made for Nick. Hiyo ni zawadi ambayo tulikuwa tumemwandalia Nick. Nick came to Kenya because he had a dream on Kenya. Nick alikuja Kenya maana alikuwa na ndoto kuhusu Kenya. And he shared the dream with Mrs. Mahiu she let us know what the what the dream was. Na akashiriki ndoto hiyo na Bima hiyo atatuambia ndoto hiyo ilikuwa kuhusu nini. Don't show us more pictures they will look at them another day. Basi tuonyeshe usitonyeshe picha zaidi wataona. Oh later Mr. Mina you can put them on the screen and they can just look at them. Baadaye wataziona picha zile bwana Mina. When he visited Mr. Ngari's garden he didn't want to be moved from there. Alipotembelea shamba la bwana Ngari hakutaka kutoka pale. He just wanted to be in the midst of those patients or whatever they they are called Mr. Ngari you remind me again what you call them those beautiful summer flowers basi alitamani tukua katika mawa yale ambayo ni ya kupendeza now i want to pose you with a question sasa hivi nataka niwaulize kwa swali if nick iwapo nick has beaten the odds ameshinda licha ameshinda licha zile zote he has no arms hana mikono no legs hana miguu but today lakini leo nick is one of the most sorted international speakers in the whole world nick ni mmoja wa wanajua kimataifa wakuu ambao wanatafuta ulimwengu kote nick nick is a very successful businessman and a millionaire yeye ni milionea na mwanabiashara ambaye amefanikiwa mno i mean businessman successful businessman mfanyabiashara ambaye amenawiri Nicky is also an evangelist Nicky ni mjilisti vile vile after the day i think that day that day he was with Joguna they went for school evangelism Sikila alipokuwa na Joguna wakaenda kwenye shule ya injilisti I think two two days he's very passionate about children basi siku mbili yeye ana hamasa mno kuhusu watoto I want to pause and ask you a question Nataka nitulie na niwaulize swali If Nick made it Iwapo Nick aliweza If Nick made it Iwapo Nick aliweza If I was you I would say I can make it Ingelikuwa wewe ningesema hata na mimi nitaweza Nick ya mambo hayo yote Nick cannot eat by himself Nick hawezi akala yeye mwenyewe He can't eat Hawezi akala He has no arms Hana mikono So he needs a helper to feed him Basi anahitaji msaidizi wa kumlisha Nick needs help in everything Nick anahitaji msaada kwa kila jambo Today ili hali leo If he stands in Dallas, Texas. Anaposimama kule Dallas, Texas. Where he is residing right now, Pastor Tony. Ambako yuaishi sasa hivi mchungaji Tony. There is no big building that can take the capacity of the people who want to hear Nick. Hakuna jengo lolote au ukumbo wote ambao unaweza stili umwacha watu. Meet the God of Nick. Heri Mungu wa Nick. Ah. May the God of Nick. Heri Mungu wa Nick. Visit somebody in this house. Amtebele mtu katika nyumba hii. And do a divine reversal. Nafanya mageuzi ya kiungo. On what you think about yourself. Kwa yale ambayo unajiwazia. Put your hands together for God and say yes Lord. Pigia Bwana makofi nuseme ndio Bwana. Today I as I conclude. No, I want you to know. You've got to be very intentional. To fulfill the mandate and the assignment that God has put in your life. Kutimiza majukumu na kazi ambayo Mungu ametia maishani mwako. Can I look at the other one or shall we finish right there? Je, tuangalie mwingine ama tumalizie pale? Okay. Let me finish with Jabez. Wacha nimalizie kwa Yabezi. Jabez happens to be in the book. This is the chapter 
of names again. The, the, the first Chronicles, the fourth, uh, the fourth chapter. It is these names again, so and so begotten, so and so. When we more begotten, so and so. And so and so begotten, so and so. This is the book of and suddenly a name pops up by the name Jabez. There is not so much said about this man because he did not come from a background that would be acknowledged. He was not a son of a priest, neither a son of a king. So he was just there. But what I like about this, when his mother gave birth to him, again we have discussed about the people with authority to name. His own mother named him Jabez. His mother named him without any apology. I will call you sorrow. You are a child of pain. You have caused pain in my life. And this woman justified herself of naming her son Jabez saying because I bore him in pain. But in great desperation. I have said it before and I will say it again. Desperate people do desperate things. If you have ever seen a drowning man. You will know that desperate people do desperate things. Jabez knowing he did not stand any chance in life. He turned to the God of Israel. Pray. He petitioned with God. He made a humble request unto God. He asked God for five things. Number one, he asked God. Oh God, that you may bless me indeed. Number two, and that you may enlarge my territory. Or that you may enlarge my coast. Number three, and that your hand may be upon my life. Number four, and that you may keep me away from evil. Number five, and that no grief will fall upon me. He made a prayer unto God. The Bible says, God responded to his prayers. God granted Jabez his request. Please, today, you better note, when you come to God in prayer. Avoid general prayers, nothing specific. When you come to God in prayer, be very specific even concerning your needs. Avoid those general prayers all the time. When Jesus met people in need, often than not, Jesus would ask them, what shall I do for you? So you must always know what do you want God to do for you? Jabez travailed 
travailing prayers turned his pain into victory. Somebody is about to make a prayer today that will turn your pain into a new beginning. He defeated and overcame the odds. Then the scriptures change and said Jabez was more honorable than all his other brothers. You shall be the muheshimua in your, in your village. In your family, you'll be that respected person. Before they do anything, they will be looking for you to give them a suggestion. Church refused to be compromised. Today, you have a destiny. You have a tomorrow. Push your odds. Jabez received an, 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 an extraordinary favor from the Lord and God granted him the desire of his heart. It is my prayer today that everybody in this service you will find your purpose. You will refuse to be defined by problems and needs. God will give you an understanding that what you are going through is for a time. It's for a season. God is about to wipe your tears away. Today, Allow me to say to every backslider. Allow me to say to anybody. Maybe you have never given your life to Jesus Christ. The society has named you. They have called you a drunkard. A drug addict. Somebody who can't even keep a marriage. Somebody who has no manners. Today, that this altar, the loving arms of our Lord, Jesus Christ. His loving arms are open. And he says, Come on unto me. Come unto me. He says, Come unto me. Bring all your baggages. Come unto me. And I will give you rest. Father, in Jesus' name, speak to somebody this morning who is not born again before I call minister to receive the offering. This morning, allow me to make another call. Every backslider, you can return to God. It does not matter the reasons that you made you backslide. You can come back to the kingdom. Allow me to call if you have never said yes to Jesus. Who knows? This could be your day. This could be the day of your miracle. This could be the day of a new beginning. Today, allow God to give you the new name. A minister. The Bible says in a scripture that on purpose I didn't have to quote. You shall not be called borrowers because you shall lend to the nations for you shall have plenty. You have enough for you and your children but you have more for your children.
children. So precious Heavenly Father, I speak over every life words that have been spoken by parents against their children words of discouragement definition of the children that have caused heart and wounds like Jabez those who have been named negative by their family members that they will never mount up to become anything today God of grace and mercy I ask for your intervention let everybody know inside them there is goodness they are born for a purpose